shining a beacon on the bazaar. Good morning, how you doing there? Yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll see how have a good market, yeah, that's great. Good morning, how you doing there? Hello! Oh hello, yeah. Uh, I've got a vagina! Oh that's lovely, madam, yes, um, uh, well, And a baby! Oh, that's really nice, lovely. Uh, well well I'm Matt. Uh, have you seen line of cut art before? No! Oh, well this is a line of cut art, I'm the artist, so It's very nice! <laughs> Thank you very much. That's really, really, really kind of you. Thank have you. Have you seen my baby? Well, well, no, we'll have a little look in a minute. Uh, um, I just want to show you what art I'm doing. Yes, when... yes. Okay. So what, what it is? It's like uh, I, I'm an artist, and this is my stall. Um, I'm here today. How to... much is that one? Uh, that one's uh, forty-seven pounds. Fucking what? Uh, uh, oh, oh, how much is that one? Uh, well, that's thirty pounds. Uh, how much is the little one? Well, that one's £20 of that print. But you've got to remember, this is all handmade art. I do it all myself. It's some mm -hmm. exotic papers, Bhutanese, Himalayan papers. Bhutanese? It's, yeah, you know the kingdom of Bhutan? It's a country. Yes. Uh, well, it's like that sort of thing. It's, 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 it's nice, exotic, handmade papers. It's quality paper. Have you seen my baby? <sighs> Let me have a little look at this baby then. Now, then I'm out of, oh, that, that's a strange-looking baby, isn't it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful baby. Give him a kiss. Oh, go on. Give him a fucking kiss. <laughs> well, well, okay. I'll get. I'll reach in and give him a kiss. Oh my God! Is it with the tears of beat? She will miss you, silly rabbit. Kid, how you doing? You're a bit sleeps there. What the fuck? You've done it again, haven't you? No. <laughs> You've been dreaming, honestly. Your legs have been going like a terrier. Okay. Oh. You, know, you just need a coffee. Get a coffee down. You're all right, lad. Wait. Why is Pete just like a baby? <laughs> He's a beautiful baby. Yeah. What, Pete, <laughs> and what? I've got a vagina. <laughs> it's all coming back to me. 
You bastard! <laughs> Where have you been? I've been at work earning money to support the fucking lighthouse. Oh, it's all gone again, I'm afraid. Oh, you haven't been doing fruities again, have you? No, I've burnt all your shit. You're here for a while, so... <laughs> Oh, no! Oh, I'm sorry! Oh, no! People you... are waiting! I know, but you know I wanted to be an artist. You can do it all over again with your crayons, whatever you fucking do. Oh, oh alright then. Good lad, here's your cuppa. Good lad, get that down better. Than... <laughs> Look how Pete, though, he's beautiful! Oi! Fucking bit my hands! Stinks, He's nappy, though, I ain't changed it at all. Why does he smell like sort of sour milk? You, have you been breastfeeding? Mate, Pete again? lactate, all he does is. Don't okay, cry again, okay, Pete, not okay, all. Okay, Look at them big rings. Fucking burger. It shoots out like an ejaculation. It's, oh, that's oh. incredible. Mm. I, I wish you'd stop breastfeeding, Pete. I, he's so cute. When he gets latched on, he gives me them little, little doe eyes of his. I can't oh, stop it. Jesus it's Christ. adorable. Well, to be fair, you've got a fine pair of knockers on your I know. Head, you? Nipples are like bloody fighter pilot's thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, anyway. Anyway, I think now I'm here. Will you? A little bit. We've got to do bit. a bit of casting. Please. There's only one reason why I've got to do it. Why? Because it's cracking cool. The podcast <laughs> shines a beacon on the bazaar. And I'm Matt. And I'm a vagina Benny. <sighs> so, while I'm here, it's, it, it's, in, it's the Christmas season. We've yes. got to do some Christmas podcasts, haven't we? You know, Christmas cold. Yeah, so sorry I'm not being as regular as possible because I've got a job, I've got to try and do this. <laughs> and, every, and every now and again I've got to come and do cove and stuff. <laughs> but we're going to try, try you know, get a bit of balance back into the cove. Exactly. You know? It's a busy time for Christmas. I know, I understand it totally, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you'll be fucked in January and February. <laughs> Loads of cove. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We've got time for cove in January February. We should be... New Year, we should have a new year, new cove. We should be able to get a good few episodes in before I have to get back on the grind again. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing about it, you see. That's the way we work. So hopefully we'll be a bit more regular. But until then, we can just try try what we can do. We just can squeeze them in our kid, that's all I yeah, want. It's like you're squeezing your nipples in the old Pete gob. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pete can fuck off now, can't you? Yeah, Pete? go on, Pete. Get back in that boat, lad. Right, there's a good Pete, right. So in the meantime, there, I think what we should do is get the light cranked up. I think we should cast it out and see what we can see. So, for the first one, first boat out of the harbour, oh, those yeah. words, those oh. words. So. We need a little bit of a callback here, right, to uh, one of our other episodes. I think it might be in the last one, but I can't quite remember. I can't uh, but, um, and I'm there soon, and you, yeah, as you just mentioned just off camera, that off uh, microphone there about um, about cocks. It is about cocks. <laughs> <laughs> Straight into <laughs> it. Straight into cocks. Oh. And the thing is there, I didn't think it would be. I thought, no, 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 you d- don't say to me that we're going to do loads of show episodes about cocks again. Said, <laughs> we're not. Is every not. story about cocks, Arky? No. No, 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 Matt. No, no, no. no, no, no. There's, no there's no penises in this. <laughs> straight out the house, straight out your fly. Straight out the fly, straight into the uh, straight into your ear. <laughs> so this is. Remember, we were talking about back cocks. 
Uh, I I read a bit about bat cocks as well. Have you really? I have. Um, the size of the cock, it doesn't penetrate the bat fully. It pushes like some guarding mechanism on the cat on exactly the bat's foo Yeah. <laughs> so this is basically the story where there's been a um, in St Matthias's Church in Castanray in the Netherlands, right? They've had some of that little videos up or little cameras up to sort of like watch the bats. Yeah. Some sort of like, you know, I don't think it's like OnlyFans for bats. <laughs> <laughs> the breeding patterns, it, a lot of animals are, are not shy, but it's hard to see them mating sometimes, isn't there? There's no matter how we try. <laughs> <laughs> go on, fuck it. Go on, go on, fuck it. <laughs> so basically what it is, they've had these cameras up, but like you say, to trying to get animals to sort of fuck and watch what they're doing, yeah. right? which is just sort of like one of the weirdest <laughs> things going, but we're, we're a bit obsessed, as his race, we're obsessed, how yeah. do animals make other animals, you know? <laughs> so, but what they've done, they've filmed these bats at it, right? So Dr. Nicholas Faisal from the uh, university... Faisal? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Nichols as well. Dick Facial, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say about it? Nicholas I'm Facel. Oh fucking hellfire. An expert in bats at the University of Lausanne. He says it was a surprise. Mm. But in the evidence we've gathered it's quite clear that yes, as you said, there is no penetration. Right. So what they're saying about these bats, quite as as Benny's saying, is these bats for some reason their cocks have adapted so they're seven times too big to get into the other bat's fanny of these Whoa. cocks. Can you imagine that? I can't really. So, but what they realise, they're thinking, well, if so, if this bat's cock is too big to get into the bat's fanny, yeah. how do they have babies? Yeah, yeah. So what they're saying is, what's happening, these are, these are serotine bats, Apesticus serotinus, right? And they realise that they either don't realise how they've got, how they have sex, but they say it becomes obvious when they glance at their anatomy, yeah. right? The male's erect penis is enormous and ends with a heart-shaped head that is seven times wider than the female's vagina. God. Vile, vile mm. sight, right? So what the thought of first was, they're ramming it in when it's flaccid. They're thinking it's popping oh, in on the slack, right? Yeah. <laughs> the old marshmallow. And then what they're thinking is, it grows to that size inside. Doggy style. Yeah, oh, well, that's it. And it, that's actually known as a copulatory, uh, copulatory tie, that's Ooh. called. So that means then the dick's in, pumping it full of spunk. And it, it makes sure then that there's no other animal gets it. It makes sure it's all in, yeah, gets yeah. the lot in, yeah. right? But that is not what's happening, right? And then the next possibility of thought, it's just basically pushing the tip, right? <laughs> just the tip to, to it, right? Yeah. And and spunking in through that. He's got knackers for it, though, hasn't he? Because yeah, the knackers are as big as the cocks, so you think he's going he's gonna to be a money shot, he's this, yeah, and it's yeah. like really squirting it up there. Well, <laughs> and Well, they call that the, a cloacal kiss, and that's what <laughs> birds and lizards do. So it's basically they push it next to it, so they create like a, like a, a seal, a contact. Yeah. And then they fire it in through that, so it's not actually penetrative. Yeah, it's just yeah. sort of pushes up against each other. Pope's method-ish. Pope's method? <laughs> <laughs> it's how Pope's fucking yeah, job. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they do it, so there's no DNA. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's outrageous. But what they've realised, what's actually happening, right? Oh, God, it's awful. 
for using this monstrous penis as an extra arm. And it pushes wow. aside the female's tail membrane. So the tail membrane on a bat is where between its sort of legs... Gucci bear. It kind of is, but there's a big... Well, to help flight, obviously they've got a big membrane that stretches from the, the wrist to the leg, to the body, you know, like, yeah. uh, and that makes the wing. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at a bat, they've actually got a bit, another big webbing, a bit, another big flap, as it were, oh, you know, right. at the back. And yeah. that's what it's flight. So, that, so that's what yeah, maximizes like it. Type yeah, it type. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, yeah. But that's in the road. So right. when they're trying to have sex, this fucking this membrane, as yeah. it's called, is in the way. So it uses its big old wanger, right, <laughs> to heave that out of the way. Right. And so they say the, the process takes some fumbling around. Mm. Sometimes an hour, sometimes up to 13 hours to get his <laughs> shit together, oh, right? It's like me at weekend. Is <laughs> <laughs> and just, just give me you a give me five minutes. Yeah. I know you're asleep, but fucking hell, fire. <laughs> right. So, but what he does then is basically it's. Frottage. Oh, right. So because the old frottage. The old frottage. So what he's doing then? He rubs his fucking dick up and down against the belly, yeah, right? and right. it creates enough jizz yeah. for it to start some squirting and squirt up, and then it just kind of gets gets past all yeah, the bat flap. That's it. Up the bat flap. Oh god. Yeah. So this is the thing about those pictures we had before about a bat with a giant cock, and the reason yeah. why it's got this giant cock is because it's not ramming it in. Yeah, just baby arm it out of the way. Baby arm it out of the way, right? Mm. The wonder is cover it with jizz, all his belly jizz all over the belly. Oh. What a gentleman! What if he's white? He's white jizz. I don't know really. I, I mean, don't know. I just pick up a bat and look at its belly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's furry little belly. Oh, I looked at a dead bat uh, yesterday. No, two days ago. Of course you were. It was yeah. in a museum. It was like just outstretched, and they're a funny thing, out You know, I'm looking at its like its wings and you can tell where like the hands are like grown aren't they yeah, they're, like these mad points weird isn't really? it and then leathery but it's little furry, furry belly <laughs> like really you know, you're looking at both like leathery wings furry belly oh like that what a combo it is it's really weird is. animal isn't it the really interestingly weird yeah. animal and I, I, and I, I find it I, I find it a particularly strange creature you know it's is that a mouse that evolved rodent so a rat that evolved well, no rats, no rats and mice and things. It's, it's there's rats and there's mice and there's bats. If you see what I mean, yeah, so it's yeah, of the, the species of, of rodents. rodents yeah. yeah, so it's not necessarily yeah. me, you know of that. It's its own thing. God, it's just so trippy. Yeah, it's flying about at night, isn't it? It is to think that they are, and as you quite rightly said before, when you're talking about like fruit bats and stuff, and the size they've got, oh. and how little they get bats. Yeah, so, yeah. Some of them are so tiny. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But I wonder what it is that. Cause we all find them magical, we find them wonderful, yeah. find them incredible creatures, you know. I mean, they are a bit creepy as well. But it's the it, but one thing I find out of the evolution is of their whole nose and ear areas, you know what I mean? Yeah. The whole face, if you look at some of the like the horseshoe bat and various other bats where the entire face looks so ugly, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And um, but it's all to uh, for echolocation. It all 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 wow. those ugly noses and all is these it? things. Even it's snout to, and that's is nose especially is grim, the snout. Isn't it? Well, it, it's to sort of it creates this weird little baffle at the front 
to sort of like filter noises and adjust noise and, and pass it almost like back to the um and it, it, i think it changes the decibels of things a little right, bit so yeah. they know what their prey is and what the specific sound of their prey they're listening for yeah, the whole tuned. face area then filter you act as a filter wow. for those certain sounds and those filtered sounds get to the ears and then the ears pick up those super sensitive sounds which have been adjusted yeah to yeah. sort of like to either amplify that sound or filter out all the sounds you know what i mean it's like you know vampire Bats, yeah, the big, you know, ooh, vampire bats. Yeah. They're dirty, when they, you know, when they're crawling on the floor, when they're oh, going up to bison no. or whatever they're doing it. They're dirty, we're on the floor, out, they look really dirty. It's scuttling off. To, to Here's one as well, have you ever seen Fright Night? Welcome yeah. to Fright Night! <laughs> um, one of my favourite films. It's Ace, yeah, man. That's, that's my Your Halloween. Your dinner's in the oven! Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 Evil Ace. Uh, but he did it as a fruit bat. Uh, through it, you know, he's eating the apple. Oh really? Yeah, and if you look at the end design when he fully reveals, you know, it's a fruit bat design, not a vampire bat. You know well, I mean? the fruit bat was actually the one they've used just about in all the vampire movies. Oh, is it? Yeah, the one uh -huh. they, they're mainly used in all the vampire movies is a fruit bat because it's big. Ah, it's flying fox you, is the yeah. model they use for all of it. They're yeah. not using sort of like the classic vampire bat. It's yeah, because yeah. It's, it's a great monstrous bat. But yeah, the only you want big, a big bat, dirty, ugly one. Yeah, yeah the yeah. only big bat is the fruit bat. Ah, nice. You yeah. know, yeah. and that and that's the thing it's, it's weird i was actually looking at fruit eating animals there was a, there's a type of um south american wolf there's a really weird looking yeah. wolf and we might have discussed it on the curve before and it's got these mega 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 long legs it's this really long-legged wolf Nearly eats fruit. Wow! Fruit. You need to pick it from trees, then. Well, it? yes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's part adorable. of it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but it's also its uh, habitat is like tall, like pampas grassland sort of ah, thing. So you can yeah. have a look around. It can make sure there's no predators yeah, about. It can look at his balls. <laughs> <laughs> back that's to cocks. Back to cocks. That's it. You see. So there we go. So that's just a little call back there to the to the bat. Why? Why has that massive dick? It's weird that we mentioned it, and it was literally news the next week on it. It about was. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, was, it was a few weeks ago. Obviously, that was yeah. that was the news. But we thought we'd better have a callback. We'd better be better discuss. Absolutely, this, you, know I mean? you know, keep up to it. And I think for the next story, let's stay in the air. We're going to stay in the air, right? And I don't know if you know, like in Australia, right? They have, I mean, they are magpies they have over there. They've got, they've got like a magpie over there. But yeah. there's a lot of the birds over there don't react in the same way as our birds do. Yeah, and you yeah. get this in a lot of sort of, um, you get this in a lot of different countries. The way that their creatures, which are similar to ours, don't react in the same sort of way because they've evolved in a way that things different pressures upon them yeah, create, yeah, yeah. create a different yeah kind of that kind of makes sense yeah. yeah so for example um we have in uh, in america obviously we've got squirrels and stuff right yeah. you've got certain areas in new england in in america and squirrels you've got to be fucking careful wow their squirrels are psychopathic wow. they'll attack you they attack each other you look at all the squirrels oh that's cute and you'll see they've all got scars got fingers missing they've got ears yeah. missing they're blind in uh. one eye because they're so fucking territorial and aggressive wow. they've evolved to be an immensely aggressive 
version of themselves yeah, yeah. like a lot of the Americans <laughs> 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 but in Australia the birds over there a lot of birds over there immensely territorial right. very very territorial birds right but as 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 ever with uh, with birds or with magpies, very very intelligent birds. Yeah. So there's this guy over there, right? Is Giulio Cusilla? Uh, this guy's called, <laughs> right? And he's been having a magpie problem in his garden. Yeah. And so what he's done is think to himself, fucking hell, the, the magpie problem is that yeah, they're, they're fucking pain in the ass, they're getting in the way all the time, all that sort of stuff, right? They keep nicking his cat's food, nicking the kibble from the oh. cat bowl. So they're rocking up every day, nicking all the kibble, it's costing them a fortune mm. in kibble, the cat's not getting his scran, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's thinking, I've had enough of this. Well, you put the food inside. Well, on? that would have been the answer. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, so this Giulio is the excuse Cus- about yeah. what he did next. Is well, this? Giulio Cozilla, right? He did come up with a good idea, right? If you want to scare away uh, magpies and a lot of different birds... <laughs> build a big magpie. Well, build a big owl. <laughs> yeah, 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 build an owl. You so so you, you know if you want if, if if you look on the top of like your average Asda, yeah, you yeah. look at you'll see a little uh, kite flying right and on the kite. It's a sh- it's a bird shaped kite. It's maybe like a hawk or a kestrel yeah, or something, yeah. right? And birds are frightened. They think, oh yeah, there's a predator there. I better not go anywhere near that. I'll stay away. Oh, so because I thought yeah, kestrels and all that. I didn't know owls were eating other birds. Yeah, yeah, the higher, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but an owl in itself, yeah, the, the, if you have, a lot of the time as well, because, like, you know, again, we said before about having things like with glittery eyes, you know, like yeah. for a snake-shaped thing for cats getting rid of them, yeah, and with glittery this. eyes, that's they're frightened of it. Birds, likewise, if you did like a big pottery owl with glittery, Shit. shiny eyes. Do you know what the most common owl is? Everybody gets this fucking wrong. It's weird, is it? Is this a joke? No, no. I don't know about the most common owl, the little owl. No, the teat. Tea <laughs> <laughs> Christmas cracker for you all. Fuck a doodle doo. That's a shocker, is that? <laughs> the fucking tea towel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> You see, all we're doing there, we're talking about owls and trying to get to that joke. Yeah. Oh, little face, little. Yeah. Woo. Little face, little. Here we go. So. Julio Cozilla to save the cat's cable, right? He builds this big fucking owl. Oh, right? Bohemian Grove style. Yeah, yeah, well, no, not that big. Yeah, right. I mean, that's something we need to cover at some yes, point. Yeah, yeah, we need to cover the Bohemian Grove along the curve. Uh, we'll, and then get ourselves assassinated. <laughs> yeah, the suicided much. <laughs> <laughs> so he builds this thing, right? Then, unfortunately, he realised. That the um, the magpie started worshiping worship worshiping it as a oh. magpie god. Oh, do you want to see it? Yeah, man. So there's his little owl that is made right. Let me get my goggles on. Oh, oh, black and white though. Uh, well, that's the mistake he's made. Yeah, he's made it. And so oh what? Oh God, what are they doing? Worshiping it though. Well, that's the thing. that's absolutely weird. So yeah. what? What's Usually they're meant to be frightened of something like that. Yeah, so he's yeah. built this fucking big, big owl thing. But he's built it out of like Halloween costume stuff. So yeah. he thought, right, I'll use this bit black here and a bit of this here that I've got. A bit of a ghost costume. We've got some big green eyes off another mask or something. Yeah. He's built this out and he thought, oh, that'll, that'll scare him off. No. That congregate now to look at this 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 owl and it Jesus. seems like they're worshipping it, right? 
as a, a, a as a god. Man, pie god. Yeah. And it and it went on until they had a big rainstorm, right? And it soaked the bird and its head fell off. <laughs> <laughs> it does look really paper mache, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's it. So <laughs> he said, what did magpies think of that? Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? We should have brought shiny shit like they do in England. I know, that's oh. it, their god is dead. Sort of <laughs> yeah. Thing. yeah. But can you imagine that? These birds gathering around worshipping this helmet. They're, they're odd though, are they? You can see where there's rhymes about them and all bad luck with magpies. They're just some, there is something oh, weird about I'm actually writing a Christmas ghost story for about a magpie. Wow. Yeah, nice. Joey, we could do that for Christmas. Shall yes, a Christmas please. Ghost story for Ooh, free. Yeah. yeah, nice and traditional. A yeah, I'll do that. We'll do that. We'll have a... They stay all year round, don't they, magpies? They do, yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah. don't um, migrate. There's a lot of your, your covids, which are your, your crows, magpies, jays, things like that. Yeah. The the territorial, they're not a migratory bird, generally yeah. speaking. They will, they will migrate, though. This is another thing that people think, oh, they, they don't go abroad. Uh, they do. Go on holiday, like. <laughs> well, what it is, and the, this is the sort of clever thing with a lot of birds, is they'll try things out. Right. So you'll get sort of like, and I think this is the sort of the same thing why, why we have things like autism and ADHD and it isn't bred out of us, yeah. is to create, the, we are the wild cards in that sort yeah, of sense. We yeah, do things works, a bit differently it, yeah. if it works. That's it. It's, yeah. it's a tryout and sometimes it does work. So you get, I mean, the thing, the thing, the thing with ADHD, why it's been so prominent and it stays within the, the human populations mm. is because the people, because of the lack of inhibition with a lot of people with ADHD and the willingness to try something new and stimulated yeah. by something thing new so for example if you had a, a tribe and you all went to coast and yeah. stuff like that all the normies are all stood looking in the water going I'm not going in there it's war it's something new yeah, we don't know what it is right? then you got the gate guy with AD to go, come on guys this looks fun <laughs> yeah. this is really different <laughs> up to his neck in it already yeah, <laughs> yeah. so and, and at one coast the guy with the ADHD who's gone into the water right he's coming yeah. out with look clams delicious yeah. clams right yeah. and they're all going Oh shit, he's found yeah, a food source. Well done, starts. mate. Yeah. yeah. Or then on another course, there's another guy who goes, Come on, guys, this is. And he gets eaten by a shark. Yeah. And then they all realise. Oh, we don't go in the water because yeah, these are the guys who are the, the pioneers that try new things yeah, out. Yeah. And it's the ones that, and again, it seems like travel, exploration, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, certain birds and species as well have a similar. I'm not saying they've got ADHD, yeah, but they've yeah. got a similar compulsion to try something new. Yeah. So you've got a lot of birds will you know will migrate across like the sea to Scandinavia and places like that. They will yeah. try these things out and go to new places for new new territory. Um, but what we're finding now is like the swallows, swifts, and that kind of thing. The martins, they're a migratory bird. Yeah. As the temperatures changing in the UK at the moment, yeah. some of them are staying. Ah. Now, so far they've not been successful. Yeah. So as in they've died. Yeah. Right. But it's getting to that point where some birds have decided. I could fly back to Africa, but you know what? I'm just going to try it out. Look, you guys wow. go ahead. I'll stick around. That's a big decision, isn't it? You yeah, know what I mean? That's but like... also the flight to Africa is a very good chance of dying yeah, because yeah. it's such an arduous flight, and all it takes is a little bit of bad weather coming across from the from the continent, and you, you're not going to make it. Why do they go all the way to Africa? Why can't they southern France, a bit of Mediterranean? Do they need Africa? Well, it's it's. I, I see what you're saying, but it's there. There are populations will migrate to. 
France yeah. from so from Africa, say for example. Yeah. So it's a shorter run. But then the what probably found is there's too many people in that, or too too many people, too yeah. many birds in that area, and so they, they'll spread a little yeah. bit further north, and a little bit further north, and yeah. a little bit further north, and then they'll find themselves in an area where they've got it to themselves. Yeah. So all the food stuffs and, and, it, and also the flies because it's wetter up here, yeah. you do get a lot more insects. Uh, so there's juicy. a lot of insects yeah. in the UK, a lot more. Two actually, isn't it? That's somewhat we're abundant with, isn't it? You know. We're smashing all rotten logger parts of it. Yeah, yeah and stuff lying about. Proper, all sorts of shit under there. That's exactly it. So this is why there's it's, it's all about territory. So yeah. some people, yeah, they'll have to fly further, but for a swallow or a swift, it's only another day's flight. Yeah, you know, it's one day extra. You know, I, I still can't get me around it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then mm. they go to, uh, and then obviously they go down to Africa where it's warmer and it's safer and stuff like this. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's very dry, isn't it? You'd be not, not really slugs and bugs there. Well, it might be going down there during a certain rainy season anyway. It yeah. might be getting like that yeah. way. The, the, the going when they know the insects and this food are yeah, there. They know yeah. when the food's going to be there. That's where they travel and go do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but they're trying different things out. So that while so you, the majority of the birds will be here most of the year round. They'll yeah. stick it out. And that's why they're tough, arduous, arduous birds. You know, they can take. This is why you, you know it's raining. You look around, you'll still see crows flying about. I want to dress up as a fucking owl now and be some like. <laughs> I want to be worshipped, Yeah, what would you like to worship you? Magpies. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> all mag- of them. I think I go quite. I can see you as a magpie king. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like Wurzel Gummies now, though. I don't know. I I don't, that's, that's something I've got. I'm, you don't see them anymore, though, do you? You don't, you don't see scarecrows anymore. No, you don't. You don't no. see scarecrows. Thank God. Yeah. I'd show kid. Joe knew we were in this museum looking at his fucking bat, but there were a picture of Wurzel Gummies for some re- weird reason. Uh, Joe knew who he was and he's cursed. And I was like, well, who is he? Who is it? And we put him, you know, like the, the most terrifying Wurzel Gummage clips, you know, on YouTube. Oh, God. Oh, God, it's dark. I couldn't watch it, man. I fucking couldn't watch it. That. Shit is disturbing. What, what, why did the who was it who decided to put Wurzel Gummidge on telly? I think it's some message or some pervert. Some, you know, yeah. I think it's all that Jimmy Savills and stuff like that. I think some it's really like right. Seems like Mr. Nosybonk. Yeah, he yeah. were fucking terrifying. Yeah, so have a little Google shit. of Mr. Nosybonk. Have yeah. a, if you don't, if you're not aware of it, have a Google of Mr. Nosybonk. Have a Google of um, um, Wurzel Gummidge and his various fucking yeah. heads. And that's what we had to grow up on. It's like, yeah. what's going on there? There was some weird shit. Thank God for Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> There's a headline grabbed my attention here, right? <laughs> and it was just one of these things I thought, what? And it, it, well, see what you think about it, right? <laughs> yeah, and the headline was, a worker choked unconscious by carrot baton machine at a Scottish factory. Wow, so carrot, carrot baton. Sound- yeah, she was a carrot. It was like he's chopping into little batons. Yeah, little so, carrot. Yeah, so yeah. Just, just peel it, chop it in a little yeah. baton. Yeah, and he got he got choked to death on it. Yeah, well, not choked to death, unconscious. Yeah. And that's what kind of got me. It, yeah, it, it he sounded took his bit, head off. It sounded thing. like a carrot machine sex game. He does, it? doesn't it? There. Yeah, yeah. yeah it sounded like auto asphyxiation yeah, sort of thing. Choking out. Yeah, this carrot. And it, it's, it's a machine that you know chops and slices, but it only chokes him it out. Only it only choked him out. Oh, like. He's a dummy 
thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, this carrot machine. Apparently, what what it was, it's like uh, this the machine's been uh, been given a hefty fine. But he was he was working by the machine. It was a bit a giant. What describes a giant roller. Uh, right. Anyway, uh, well, I don't know how the fuck he did this, but he got him by the hood of his hoodie, right? Uh, hauled him uh, in, God. pulled the hood in, right, and uh, just choked him out. Uh, I mean, it could have fucking beheaded him. Oh, mate, it's machine surgery, especially that bit when they've they got some piece of your clothing and they're pulling you into it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're out and you're rest. Oh, God. I, I don't know if you remember, again, because we worked in the same factory for a while. Yeah. And I don't know if you were there in the era where the health and safety side of things was fucking dreadful. <laughs> right. It, it were pretty half bad when I first joined and then that weird woman took over and it did get you know like a bit yeah. safer but yeah. still fingers flying all over the place yeah and I'll say what, what Tony as in no. the woman who start joined yeah yeah. <laughs> with your cry that time because she because she, <laughs> she used to get that mad red flush didn't she which yeah. is a little bit embarrassing and I felt really sorry for this this, this woman she started to work at this factory it's all just blokes and it hundreds was, of blokes hundreds of blokes ape men and, and she was a bit self conscious but she had this like a red flush if she got even slightly embarrassed and it was a bit it looked like a bit of a sex flush, it didn't, did, it? didn't it? <laughs> and she'd had this big red flush and you shouted across the factory, absolutely on PC, you can't get away with it now. Look at Tony, she's been wanking. <laughs> <laughs> but she did look like she'd come out of the bathroom proper flustered up. <laughs> look at Tony, she's been years ago now so it's like we didn't know did I didn't know I we didn't know we're I better now aren't we absolutely we'd never do that now. I know now we've learned uh, we've learned out, the hard way because <laughs> 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 you said that she just went redder and red it's like she was still wanking <laughs> coming I, up to roundabout I got her off <laughs> I didn't tell her allegedly <laughs> <laughs> Paul ass, Paul yeah. ass. But no, but when when I when I first started there, and you know the first like, ten years of working, the fucking hell fire the yeah. accidents, the accident people uh. had hands and arms being pulled at the machines, and these are fast running print presses. Oh, the you know? gross! I used to proper fear it. I yeah, fear well, the thing is, they found is because of the speed of everything that we're working, um, they thought, oh, well, we need to get these feeds and stuff right. Anyway, but the the they discovered that well, it was. Tony, yeah. you've been wanking. She came, <laughs> she came around and realised one of the bosses, yeah. right? Um, he decided because things were where he took all safety guards off at machines. He used to do. Uh, to be honest with you, some of it were their fault because people took all safety shite off it to get yeah. it running better. Well, yeah, but that's what he encouraged by the bosses. Yeah. They said, "Don't oh, know if you need to feed this, you're not going to be able to do this right." You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it was. One, I remember one of the bosses. He, he took all spring loads and little pneumatic arms off this this big metal guard, yeah. so that you could lift it really easy and get your hand in. That's what they did it when they were running. Instead of stopping the machine, they used to just put the paw in and yank it out. Yeah. And, like, what the fuck? and he was doing that, and he, and he was looking at this machine. He had this guard up to this guy, Big Russ. Remember Big Russ? Oh, right? yeah. He, he had this guard up. He's holding it out of the way, right? And this fucking boss had had his hand. He's looking at called Bob. Right? Oh, now, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. This boss had had his hand in, right? In machine, and he's there uh, going and guess. 
I don't know why you stood there holding that guard, Russ. Get out of my way. And he, sa- and he says, well, I've got all the... Russ, you're in the way. Let go of that guard. <laughs> so Russ, like, got this big like the legend he is. Yeah, like the legend he is. Like, he had his thumb there, did the boss, where this guard landed, right? Yeah. And of course, no pneumatics and springs on it. It fucking fell like a guillotine. Oh, yeah. And it completely shattered his thumb. <laughs> And he apparently just looked round and went, Ooh! <laughs> 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 and he was just shaking his thumb off. Fuck! Oh, I'm smelling the shot. He used to scratch his ass on the shop floor and smell his fingers. He did! We, we were all watching him, you know what I mean? We were an animal, weren't we? Oh, fucking animal. Oh. But that's what some, some factories still like that. They oh, still like it. They're fucking, fucking carrot incorporated. Yeah, it's yeah fucking, getting but, choked but out. But these machines are getting choked out, so that's the thing. Maybe this machine's been wanky. <laughs> Getting a bit frisky. Oh no! I don't but I, I worry about machines like this, though. You know what I mean? That Couldn't work with one again. No, I don't want to work with I machines. Don't work. The, the only thing I'd work with is a very, very old print press, but yeah. not, not mechanized. Yeah. I'd yeah. want rollers where you can roll a handle. I don't yeah, want anything like with an engine or a yeah, motor on yeah. it. That's what I want to move away from. That's why I do yeah. what I do, or did what I did. Before <laughs> you fucking got as you You'll come. start again. You've done it before. <laughs> from scratch. From scratch. <laughs> so there you go. There's a guy there choked out. Choked yeah. out by a carrot machine. machine. <laughs> yeah. So when it's Christmas Day and you're having your carrot buttons. Yeah. Just a little salute, a little sip of uh, some of the good stuff. Just, yeah. Yeah, and just to give a little salute to the uh, auto-asphyxiated carrot machine that made your batons for you. Working is hard, isn't it? You yeah, got, got I don't like it. You, what you need is, is a bit of leisure and pleasure, don't you? Please. Trips at the beach. Oh, hi. Yeah, that's much oh, better I like, isn't it? it. So, so we've got a guy here, right? And he's uh, called Josh Taylor. Uh, and he, he looks a bit like a bit of a... Not, not a proper extreme sportsman, but he likes his Australian beach kind of sports and yeah, all that, that kind of... Like. He likes a bit of surfing, skating, all that kind of thing. He's a little bit yeah. of a danger man. 23 yeah. years old, Ooh, yeah. you know what I mean? He's, he gets up to all sorts of malarkey, you know, that life on the does. edge, yeah. you know? Died. Oh. He's died on beach, right? Oh. Now, riddle me this one. <laughs> he died when he fell into a hole that had apparently been reportedly dug to roast a pig and oh. right oh. and all sand fell on him and he suffocated to death in uh, sand that is a fit you know you how see the pe- fuck's that happened well you see him don't you build it I like digging an all at beach but I always get so far and think nah I'm not going to go into a hole and continue digging because that they collapse and they do collapse and they, you can't get how out how big's this fucking hole but how big's the pig I think that's what yeah I suppose you got a and lot of What are they doing wood. cooking a bee, a pig on bee? What's this? <laughs> I quite like the idea. <laughs> I'm all for that. But I suppose you need like a, a funeral pyre type of thing. I, I'm surprised it went down so much, unless well, I want the embers. And well, then... I, I do know my wife, and she, she's she's kind of had one of these roast pigs from something like yeah. this, right? And apparently, what I've heard, what they do is they dig down. But I mean, this sounds grotty to me. I don't yeah, like the yeah. sound of it. What they do is they dig down. 
they lay um, loads of coals and burning coals and stuff yeah, on yeah. the bottom of it inside, right? Then they yeah. put the pig on. Yeah. Then they lay things like banana leaves and wood on top of it oh. or something. They put that that kind of thing, and apparently it acts as like um. This was in Hawaii. Yeah, so yeah, and it adds moisture and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Then they bury it. The pig. The everything. Oh. So they put it all in the thing, and then they bury it, and then oh, it acts no. like an oven. It sort of steams yeah. and cooks. So all the, all the and there's enough air apparently gets drawn through the sand mm. apparently, and th- and then it steams for hours and hours and hours and cooks like that. I'm a bit same as you there, I kid. I want to see the pig. Yeah, I don't want it all like dirty sand and it, that. But that's it. Dirty. It'd be dirty sand. And it is dirty sand, isn't it? When you and really do you know what as well? This it. it'd be all steamed and it'd be. Yeah. I, like, I like a bit of roast, mate. I tell you what, I, I went to a barbecue uh, thing once. Um, you know, they were like selling barbecues and shit. Uh, and they had a little, more like this roast piglet. It was a big thing, there was a roast piglet. And at first, I'm like, oh shit, you know what? Little baby pig. And I saw it and it was heartbreaking seeing it, you know what I mean? Really? really you know, all floppy. About a metre and a half, something like that. Uh, <laughs> what you did there were about 80 centimetres. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that fucking thing got in weird, you know? You bust my hand through it to get you a bit of fucking right, dimension. But me and half, that's, six, that's about nearly six foot. Right, about a metre. Yeah, about a metre. About a metre. There's a metre on wall there. About that? Oh, yeah, a bit less. A bit less. About yeah. 80 centimetres. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got to be right, aren't you? Were you there? <laughs> but it came out, we were all floppy and that, you know what I mean? What do you mean it came out of what? Well, come out of the bag or something. I don't know. I'd oh, do you mean we'd cooked it? All right. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Because right. so you were right at the beginning of the event and that. Oh, this baby pig. Yeah, out and of they the were bag. all floppy and weird. You know what I mean? And oh. you know, I'm having a beer and I'm like having a bit of a watch. Like, oh, it's all floppy. Then they tied its little legs up and that, oh. and they get it on this spit and they got it above this like cold barbecue thing and, oh. they, and it had like an electric um, turner on it. And I swear to God, every minute that pig turned, I would just like turn me. I was like, oh, oh, and then it's like cooking and you could smell. It, you know what I mean? Oh, you couldn't right. see its face anymore. I mean, you could just see its back, you know what I mean? Really? And all its belly getting all crispier and crispier. Oh, oh my god, god, that was the best fucking pig I tasted in my life. <laughs> oh, from a cue and everything. Absolutely. I'll make, I'll like make a pig smile and I love you too, baby. Crunch, crunch. Oh, it was gorgeous, man. Absolutely delicious. I have to say, there's, there's a little thing I've kind of. I want, and it's awful this, but you know, like on those, like a suckling pig. Yeah. I just want to eat the snout. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. I've eaten um, pig trotter, this weird pig trotter. At first, I like, oh, dirty pig hoofs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, and they were delicious. I cheap, mean, cheap though, but they're, they're good value for money. I'll tell you what, trotters. trotters are delicious. You, you don't, you know, when they used to eat back in the day. I know they were a cheap part of it, but yeah. they're delicious as well. You know, if you stew them down, you, and they're not. Really? That yeah. sounds vile. No, but I mean, if you do it for like 12 hours, this shit falls apart. And you still know? look like a, f- a foot? Oh, I get full... Tr- no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't never seen the toenails in it. I've eaten it a few times. <laughs> yeah, it's now. I'll give that a go. I bet you yeah. could... What do you... Like, boiling it or just crispy in it? I'd really crispy. Yeah. It'd have to be crispy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like a That's fucking thing, weird yeah. apple. Oh, I'm feeling a bit... Mm. Oh, God, no. Look at us talking about fluffy little baby and then we roast <laughs> it a bit. I bet we, we're awful. How are we awful? <laughs> we're human, kid. That's, That's all what I mean, eat. awful. Yeah, we are pretty awful. <clears throat> because if, if you were, you know, if you say, oh, God, look, there's a, there's a baby there. Mm. Well, we've got it over, over. I think there. babies taste better, though, don't they? You're like with lambs and stuff like oh, that. I mean, actual babies. <laughs> I bet they are, but they're delicious. Well, I do. I say, I like a bit of, uh, I like a bit of mutton, me. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Or gilf. 
<laughs> oh, I love you, your mutton. <laughs> All right, like your muttoniness. Yeah. <laughs> no, mutton. he's in, because in he's a curry. Mutton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah but like, you need to stew that, don't you? You yeah, need to curry yeah, that right. puppy down to roast. You don't roast a bit of mutton, would you? No, I don't have it works. I'm not good at. If, if you've had roast mutton, um, contact us at um, yeah, crackandcovepodcast at gmail and we're at crackandcovepod on Instagram and crackandcove yeah. on uh, Twitter. Yeah, let so, us know because I don't know that. I, I don't think it would work. Yeah. Roasted old stuff you need babies you know would you like to roast some old stuff <laughs> <laughs> well i've done a view in my time <laughs> <laughs> many a fine tune played on an old fiddle <laughs> <laughs> i'm weary for the springtime when we take the road once more for the planting and the purling and the berry fields of blur We'll meet up with our kinfolk from all the world around when the gang of bird folk take the road and yellows on the broom. When yellows on the broom, when yellows on the broom, and I'll get you on the road again. When yellows on the broom. So I think what we need to do is we need to stick with the uh, the old extreme sports people. You yes. know what I mean? Because that's the thing, you know. We've discovered there that the old surfing, the beach life, might not be right, mate. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's just falling in the fucking hole. Oh, he's not just falling in. Well, that's it. And he's falling. In, I think what's happened is Sands landed on him and buried him and all yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. But I mean, I, I just still thought you'd be able to get out of a fucking pig pit. Uh, I don't know. What if it smelled delicious? <laughs> Maybe he came out. You didn't want to get out. Yeah. Just, oh, this smells fucking love. No, leave me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, what we need to take to, let's take to the air again. Beautiful. Yeah, let's take to the air, our kid. You know, so it's like we're, we're we're off up into air this time. So it's like we're gonna we're gonna go off there for an extreme sport. You know, hate it already. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Extreme sports is for idiots. Yeah, especially going in the air and doing it. Yeah. You know I mean? Would you ever do a, a, a parachute? No, we've talked about this before. I won't get in a fucking rollabout. I won't get in a roundabout, Arkid. I won't yeah, do none of it. It's Flying off into air on a little rope or something. No, oh, well, no, no, no. Well, one thing about like this one, right? it's fucking French pilot, right? He's been banned from flying, right? Because uh, Nicholas Gailey, um, he, 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 he was there for his little skydive he was doing. Right? Yeah. He's there giving it thumbs up, jumped out of the plane, right? And this silly bollocks, right? He took the. Uh, he goes, right, he's jumped, I'm off home now, right? Does the fucking little reverse, right? Goes around the corner, hits him, chops his head off. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, which bit got him the propellers? I think it was a wing. Oh, imagine that he's screaming, thinking he's getting right close. Yeah, and bang, knocks, uh, it, knocks his fucking Swede wow. clean off. Decapitated with a wing. Yeah. I mean, well, you didn't think it. Would you think it'd all buckle and snap at the skin? It yeah, well, I think it's a speed you hit it because they're flying like uh, at yeah, high yeah. speed. He's going at the sort of like he's opposite directions. Well. So yeah, boom. that's it. So if he's going at 150 mile an hour. You're going at 150 mile an hour. This thing you're hitting it at fucking 300 mile an hour uh, with a wing. Matt, what's worse though, seeing the head fall from that height and it just going bush like some. Well, that land anywhere, wasn't it? Yeah. With, with Swede. Oh, the parachute, you know, this headless torso coming down, you know. Well, I don't think he'd pulled his shoe. Oh. See, he just kept fucking going. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. 
Oh, that's really ugly, isn't it? Bad in it, that one. Yeah. Is it worth it? No. It's not, is it? And no, that's the, that's, no. I think that's the message we're taking from this, really. You know, it's like you, life's pretty precious. It man. is. Yeah, it's yeah. right delicate. You know, when you yeah. really look at it. I'm, I'm kind of looking mm. after my health a little bit more recently. You know, I mean, I'm 50 now, so it's like you know, you got to you got to sort of rein it in a little bit. No, mm. you're not. Fucking problem. Got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think you do because you can only roll dice so many times. Yeah, I know. Because it's all fun and games until you clutch your chest and go, oh, oh, oh it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's happening. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it. But this is what these people are doing. They're gambling with this really it's amazing like some thing. Crazy roulette wheel in it. Yeah. Oh, let's push it even further. Right, you can, sometimes lot. you can think. You know, when you're young, you're a fucking idiot, and you don't know. Yeah. You, you don't really. You can't really imagine it happening. You think you're never dead, don't you? Yeah. So yeah, but young ones, fair dudes, you're not gonna talk no sense. But how old were he? You're you fucking it, forty. That's what I mean. You should know like, better then. He should have done. Yeah. Jumping out of planes. Jumping like, out of planes. It's silly business. If we if we were watching. Like another creature, say for example, right? Let's have a little thing, say like chipmunks. Yeah, yeah. You saw chipmunks, right? And you saw like a pelican flying past, right? And you think, oh, chipmunks just jumped on that pelican. Yeah. And yeah. pelican goes higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher, right? And then the fucking next thing is chipmunk launched itself off it, right? <laughs> and and then it I don't, again back to banana leaf. Some yeah. of you has got a banana leaf. I thinking banana leaf. <laughs> yeah, so, so he glides to earth on the banana leaf, and all the other fucking chipmunks are patting his back, and they're yeah. all having a good time. And you're thinking. And he's what? acting cool, like he's yeah, a proper cool chip. Yeah, he puts a little bit of wraparound shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'd think, well, you're fucking stupid. You get all your, you know, you get where you're going to get committed. Exactly. You know? I, I, I saw uh, a, um, a nature documentary about these monkeys living near this resort, this holiday <laughs> resort, right? Right. And they were they were running around and they were <laughs> fucking licking up cocktails. They're <laughs> <laughs> getting shit faced on cocktails, right? <laughs> Fucking they monkeys. were fucked with these oh, yeah. monkeys. They were getting in fights. Oh, they were having shagging. They were oh. acting just like humans do. With it was like, yeah, like spring break oh, every God. fucking day. But what were even funnier? Was next day this monkey's hangovers. Oh, were they hanging? They, they all they, they were fucking hanging out. They're all <laughs> over the shop. They were sitting around and blinking in sunlight, oh, banging yeah. their dicks. Oh. And of course, and all they do is I feel awful. What am I going to do? Get it, bang dog. on it, Eric <laughs> <laughs> <Air> monkey. <laughs> <laughs> bang on it again. Where the yeah. shit proper booze. And from. I think that's the thing. We we just need to look at them and think, get, learn a few lessons from mm, the monkey. Yeah. You know, if if they if, if it's bad for them, it's bad for us. Let's just you know, let's just be. I even got to that, you know, drinking next day, I feel awful. What is the link? What is yeah, the what link? Is that link is, hmm. I think they've sussed it. They must know. Because yeah, yeah. they love a bit of fermented fruit, don't they? Exactly. Same so. with donkeys. What? Donkeys like it as well. There's this town in I'm gonna, Spain. I'm going to isolate that little place. <laughs> donkeys like it as well. <laughs> this town in Spain, and they all fucking wait at donkeys. Wait till, you know, all fruit drops. Yeah. And then the, the weight, you know what I mean, looking at it for a couple of days, it's all squishy and fermented. Then they eat it. Then they start a proper... Ca- they go down to town and start carrying on these drunk <laughs> donkeys. <laughs> but I like the image of them waiting. You're looking at it yeah. like, no. Oh, Billy, not get yet, off that fucking yeah, apple, yeah, wait. Not, it's not ready. Yeah, and when it's, it's ready, ready, I like them to go into town, they don't mess around in woods or up. They actually go down into town and start proper carrying on, you know what I mean? They all fear it, you know what I mean? Like a fucking murder a kebab. That's <laughs> yeah. what Fuckers. Jesus Christ. Animals. A lot of us. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, so let's like, like, just, you know, 
Let's be a bit careful, a bit of moderation. Ah, right. yeah, 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 true it. skip, true. <laughs> <laughs> reaching for his booze. Let's <laughs> have a sip. <laughs> the dangers of flying yep so what I need to do is go higher 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 that's even more dangerous space arcade oh, I do like a bit of space you like a bit of space arcade right so we like all this sort of stuff right but there's something that I've been reading about recently and listening to a few little podcasts about it's like the biggest problem on the moon do you know what the biggest problem on the moon is living on the moon everything to do with the moon is it's so far away no, it's, it's, it's relatively close. I can get because it's, you're flying through a vacuum. You can, you can travel at sort of something stupid like eighty thousand or hundred thousand mile an hour to get to the moon, can and you? you get there. In, I mean, I think you get there in about a day. Wow! Yeah, you don't, yeah, right. it doesn't take long to get to the moon. A couple uh-huh. of days, I think. You know, going around the moon and back, I think it's about three or four days. Problem tops. with living on moon: no atmosphere, no water. Oh. Yeah, no water. Well, that's a bad one, but they're, they're realising now they've found great reservoirs of frozen water. I remember they saying those little yeah, beads yeah. and well, stuff Well, I'll like tell that. you why, kid. It's the dust. Alright. Moon dust is Ooh, a fucker. Because I've heard that, because even the, the Apollo dudes got back and it were all everywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? It smells of gunpowder or something weird. Yeah, apparently so, yeah. Mm. But apparently it's just, when they're saying it's everywhere, they're actually falling ill with respiratory problems on moon landers. Because dust is, because it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't travel down much. Some of the if you say for example if you fell over on the moon, yeah, some of that dust can literally go back into orbit. Wow, that'll just puff up and go, but it hangs in the air. Yeah. So yeah. the 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 guys in the are doing moonwalks, but their suits. If you look at pictures of it, they are fucking blathered. They are blathered in dust. There's dust yeah. getting in. It's clogging everything up. Jesus, massive, massive that's issue. Scary, tiny Huge, little particles. Tiny particles. Mm. So what they're saying is one of the great ways to actually avoid it, and where they're thinking they're going to do moon bases. There was some form of like liquid lava. Oh, okay. uh, so there's caves on the moon that can go. The, Thinking of going to live in them. Oh. That's what I'm thinking of doing, living underground in these cave systems, yeah, these, yeah. Lunar, these the, the lunar cave systems. And that'll stop because I'm not sure how many days it is, but there's, there's the cycle of light and dark on there. Mm. You know, you, you'll be on the dark, in the dark behind I think it's a month, Aki. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> yeah, I think it probably is, Aki. <laughs> Fucking hellfire! <laughs> I feel right, Charlie. I will on top of the world. <laughs> Fucking hell, what a flapjack I am. <laughs> so, but what? <laughs> but of course, there's the need to link these areas around on the moon together. They need yeah. to get back, and they cannot be travelling just across the dust all the time. Yeah, yeah. So what they're going to do? Well, connect the tunnels. No, they need to travel. They're going to have to travel on the surface. So what would you do? Big tubes. <laughs> Big tubes is a good answer. How about roads? What, they get dusty? Not necessarily. I, think I suppose get... the wind ain't going to blow it onto roads, isn't it? And if yeah, you stick no, to the roads... There's no wind, yeah. Yeah, uh, even the, the speed of the vehicle going past the piles of dust at the side of it. Yeah. How do you build the road on the dust, though? How do you build the road on the dust? How Make do you get out of the dust. Exactly. Well, that's good. But how do you do it? The horse pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I quite like that one. <laughs> the lack of water, the preciousness of water. Yeah. Like. Well, how about if they make the, um, without even landing on the moon, they're going to make roads? Laser beam that shit. Well, in, to an extent, massive lenses. Wow. A huge, huge lens in space. Yeah. Focus it onto the moon. Shit. And it will fucking melt the moon dust and create these solid rock <laughs> paths. And they're going to do it. Mate, it's like someone's like, you have to go, right, come back to us tomorrow about what we're going to do. He's like, oh shit, I'll just put a James Bond on moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> come on. Oh, big lens. I suppose the, the ferocity of the sun must be. Pretty goddamn Well, because it's in a vacuum as well, so it is that good for heat. That's good for heat. Yeah, it's good because it'll focus it without actually. So I don't know how it fully works. Again, I'm not a scientist, but they reckon with these lenses, right? They can focus on an area and it'll create like 1,600 degrees centigrade is the heat it'll make and melt it and turn it into almost like lava or magma. Mm. Which will then cool, and you've got these these paths all the way across the moon. You know when they brought like I know it's a bit off subject, but they think right, we've got this problem in Australia. Let's get loads of cane toads. This will be a good idea. Oh you're right, yeah. And then they think, oh shit, you know what I mean? It's suddenly gone bad. You know, it sounds just like one of them ideas. You know, it sounds good. Yeah. You know what I mean, burning the fuck out of the moon with big light lenses and stuff, but. Mm, I don't know with well, that. Well, one. I don't know what could go wrong because there's not an awful lot of stuff. On, there's nothing on the moon. There's just Except dust. for aliens. <laughs> <laughs> just start laser beaming them fuckers, man. Oh, can you imagine they just laser beamed us back? Exactly. I think there's some on the moon. There were all them little lights and all that sort of stuff. Even bloody Buzz Aldrin said they were there watching them and that. Well, he did, but there's been a lot of things saying about that because there's a lot more. Um, Activity, seismic activity on the moon than they actually know about or we, we've studied it's not been studied enough yet you know yeah. I mean the guy who studied the moon more than anyone else has died obviously oh, you know yeah. the guy the expert on the moon yeah. do you know who it is yeah. or who it was Hawkins Sir Patrick Moore oh god he what a yeah hero. Sir Patrick Moore yeah the, the astronomer you know Whiff of the paedophile about him. Oh, <laughs> oh, but I'm yeah, not saying he is. Yeah. You just have that little bit of a hint. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and some people do. You yeah. know, yeah. you know, bit noncy. Yeah, that's it. And, and as it's been proved before, you know mm. what I mean? If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck. <laughs> Allegedly, it yeah, could be a duck. It fucks kids. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, I've, I've not heard anything about it. I've met Patrick Moore. Give up. I have got. Were you a kid? <laughs> <laughs> and I fucked him. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, on all fours, I just kept saying, more, more. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. How did you meet Patrick Moore? I went to a talk, I went to a lecture of his, oh. I went to one of his lectures, it was absolutely fantastic. I got to ask him a question. Cool, what were your question? My question was, it was quite good, I haven't got the title of it now, but he obviously didn't believe, he was categorically didn't believe in aliens, anything yeah. like that, right? Yet there's a sci-fi novel out there mm -hmm. that is, um, that is reputedly written by him about alien existence and rockets to the moon Ooh. and also and it's absolute mental flight of fancy yeah, right yeah. and it is all about aliens and stuff and speculation and my question was um you know do you believe in like this sort of thing um, um 
life on the moon. Um, it, similar to the uh, how the author, so and so, I quoted the author, ah, yeah. wrote about these Ooh, you things, smart right? And he just started smiling yeah. on the stage and says, I don't know that particular moment, absolute poppycock, absolute yeah. artist. I was like, people giggling. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, I got him to sign the book. Oh, <laughs> sweet! That was great, little devil. Fucking yeah, winding him up. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> but there was another guy in the audience, he stuck his hand up, right? And he was really serious. And he, say, he says, um, do, what do you think? Do you think we have already found sort of life on other planets and stuff? Do you, do you think we have, there is life there and we've got evidence of it sort of thing? And he says, no, we haven't found any evidence of it. And we don't think... The guy absolutely fucking exploded, stood up, ranted and stormed out. Fuck. Yeah, he'd obviously, he turned up He turned up for that one thing. He turned up mm. just to explode and run out. My, I tell you what, I, you know, I was mentioned it before on Cove like about four years ago, I thought... Did the land on moon? I was really 50 50 and I looked into it and it really looked like they landed on the moon. I don't yeah, yeah. ever believe in like shit they landed on the moon. And it only takes last week, sorry again, just the clips of you know, people, you know, NASA people saying they've never been out of you know low orbit, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they've never gone into space, you know what I mean? And then they say, oh, except for moon landings, uh, of course, you know, and we haven't got the technology, it's all died as a technology that we've used to get there, all this tinfoil that they fucking used in the 60s and that. And then back to Van Hel Van Halen Belt. <laughs> Van Halen Belt. <laughs> and I thought they said that they avoided it, you know, I mean they went around it for the Apollo mission, which I thought fair dudes, but then other people saying you can't avoid it, it's a fucking belt, you gotta go through it. Yeah, but the issue you have with a lot of these these asteroid belts, when they talk about asteroid belts or these yeah. these clouds of sort of like yeah, debris and stuff and yeah. things like this, or is that what it is? It's yeah, like, radiation yeah. is a Van Allen belt. It's right. like fucking super cooked shit, you know what I mean? Right, I didn't know that. Yeah. Right, but it's... Uh, no, Did they land on moon, Arky? Yeah. Oh, that'll do. Another four <laughs> year later. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they did. I think people who do because they don't telescopes, aren't they? And they look to the shit on the moon. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, if they, if they didn't, what I what I can't figure is right is why Russians didn't do it. Hmm. Because they had all the technology, there was a space race, and they, the, as soon as it got to the point where the Americans landed on the moon, they decided, right, we're not going. Yeah. You know? Now, same as the Chinese, the Indians, why they are, they've sent missions, really good, successful yeah, missions yeah. to the moon to send, to send rovers and to send sort of probes and things like this, you know? It seems weird to me. I think it's 14 missions, wasn't it? Yeah, to, sort yeah. to the moon or whatever it was. And. And they just started, they realised when they got there, there was fuck all they could do. They were playing mm. golf and running around and yeah, titting yeah. around when they got there. The amount of money it cost to go to the moon was so stupendous and ridic a ridiculous yeah. amount of money to yeah, go to the moon. Yeah. And they started pissing it away and thinking, oh, we've just got the moon again. Yeah. And they, you know, it, look, you know, don't spoil it for yourselves. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's yeah. like being greedy at the buffet, innit? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Suddenly there's no buffet left. <laughs> and, and I think that's kind of what happened. They went because they said they were going to go, but they didn't really have a mission when they got there. Yeah. All right, they did run tests and experiments, but nothing of great. Yeah. We have learned a lot about the moon, but we need we need to learn more. Mm. We need to learn more about it. It's time to go back, and that's what the, what these other probes and stuff are doing. It's like the radiation. Those little suits that they've got, and they're stood on a fucking moon in all that radiation. Those. 
those shitty little suits. Yeah, but you know, it, it's, it depends on what you when you talk about it with radiation. I mean, they talk about with a lot of astronauts now. You know, when even when the sleep and see flashes of light, and they realise when these super heavy particles, but was a blast yeah. into the heads and through the. But that's in lower orbit. They just don't fucking one onion layer up. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like they're proper out there in space. And why ain't Buzz Aldrin's face melted off his goddamn head? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, with all that radiation, we're going around with two heads. <laughs> <laughs> He's still kicking about, knocking people out, and that. Well, it's true, is that? He just—I didn't know if he got married. We nearly got married again, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, nearly got married again, and I, th- I think he, he, he had a little bit of an issue with uh, his new partner's religious sort of convictions oh. and stuff. And you know, I think that kind of got in the way. He's a dude because he went to Antarctica and he came back saying, "Don't go there; it's fucking monsters and shit." <laughs> what? And you ever heard that? You fucking Google that shit when you got a minute. He, he, they were like the oldest. They had like three, four blokes, and they said, "Right, let's go to Antarctic." You're the oldest that you walked up moon. You did that and all that. He came back absolutely terrified. Said whatever. It's monsters. Yeah, it's proper evil. It is, there's frozen monsters in in Antarctica. It's, it is an evil is that what place. You said? Yeah, it says it's an evil place and it's well, full of monsters. Well, we know what we're looking at for next week then. Yeah, true, you know, let's actually. send them all. Do a bit yeah. of research on this. Thank holy shit, me. <laughs> Unless someone brings it up, all doors are shut in my head. <laughs> Like a new advent calendar up there, just like ready to be open. Have you got like the start of this? We're doing research. Any ideas? No, (laughs) no, no. I was looking at dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Wait for you to come up with some (laughs) fucking hellfire. Here we go. Stay in space, Arcade. Oh, please. Like a Fascinating. Yeah, Fascinating like a subject. bit of space. But it's like, um, so now what we're going to do, we're going to go a little bit back in time. We're going to go to 1988. Oh, yeah. So the astronauts above the now-retired Russian space station Mir. So I just think we had a space wow. station in the 80s. Isn't That's that fucking crazy. mental? I love it when they call them cosmonauts, you know, instead of space Yeah, man. good name, innit? Yeah, oh, it's so yeah. much better. Yeah, anything naught is good, innit? Aeronauts. Yeah, yeah, the Nautila, you yeah, know, yeah. Jason and the Agonauts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what Agonaut is? Oh, I did. And I'm too stupid to remember shit and old information. Can't remember, no, it's gone. It's known as a paper octopus. Oh, I don't know it. No, it's it's a, it's a type of octopus. It's the only shelled octopus there is. Oh. Yeah, that's an Agonaut. Wow. Yeah, shelled octopus. It's a shelled octopus. I'm trying to think if I've got an example. Does he grow his own shell? Yeah. There you go. That's one. Oh, shit. My little logo's an argonaut. 
So maybe yeah, cosmonaut. So you got your protective layer, and you're going out. You got your shell, shell spaceship, yeah. helmet. Yeah. Hey, that's clever, ah, kid. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good old Russians. Yeah. So the uh, so the they're on the, the the space station. The Russians are all on board, right? Then they realise the windows are getting like a little bit foggy or a little bit something's not <laughs> quite right. And they realise something's blanketing the windows. From the outside. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! There's something on the wing. Yeah, again. <laughs> exactly. That's what it was like. And slowly but surely, this coating, whatever it was, right, started. As they said, it was trudging its way slowly along outside and into the space station. Oh, right. Wow. Slowly destroying the windows titanium quartz surface. Now this glass is so super strong, it's titanium quartz it's not proper glass. Yeah, yeah. This is super fucking strong. This coating was on it and started eating it. Oh, like some weird blob thing or something. Yes. Oh. Right? And this stuff that was attacking it was fungi. Space fungi. Fungi from Earth thriving in space. Oh shit, now that is an issue. And it got there right, and it, this particular stuff came off this astronaut's bodies. This was a fungus that was on them already, a yeasty uh, kind of fungus that was uh, on their bodies, as all humans carry around. This stuff thrived in space. So they went up before yeasty substance got out, thrived, we went back up, it starts attacking the ship. Well, no, what it was. Our it space was station. It's on the yeah, space station. So it oozed out. So like it's, it's gotten, yeah, little fragments of it was here and there and everywhere. It was just there. It, it, they said what they started investigating the area, the, it, the fungi had managed to adapt to the space environment so well that it not only survived by, by thriving on the windows, control panels, air conditioners, and the cable insulators, it even contaminated the, pr- the crew's precious food and water supply. The fungus changed, it altered in space and became something that could eat the space station. Fucking hell. Can you imagine Uh, that? Fighting moles. But they found these moles, right? They survived effortlessly in the harsh zero gravity environment. So it could grow in like a three-dimensional kind of way. It's Uh, sort of like, you know... Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, ugh. So what happens is these fungi, they remain dormant during the launch and the journey into space, but then they activate when in space. So when they're actually on the thing in space, it seems to just trigger something. Just yeah. being out in the vacuum of space, when it's on these things, right, and it starts to form thick living mats on oh, the space station. Whoa. Can you imagine no. that? Isn't that vile? So since the 1988 incident where they noticed this, there have been numerous efforts to establish robust cleaning routines for scrubbing fungi off walls and equipment before the organism caused serious damage. Alongside these preventative efforts, scientists have also realised that studying their growth and behaviour in microgravity, specifically their adaptability to repair DNA damage caused by space radiation... Could actually be useful for crews during long-term spaced crewed uh, space crewed missions. Right? Getting a lot of mushrooms. Well, it's don't sort of think of it as like mushrooms. Think yeah. of it fungi, moles like your yeah, moles, yeah. that kind of oh thing that's God, growing. He's you know terrifying what I mean? His mold. 
But apparently in 2016, uh, NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in California launched fungi into space for the first time for the purposes of seeing what the on the ISS yeah. to see what it could do. You know what I mean? Um, it was a species known as Aspergillus nidulans, right? And they, and it and they wanted to create modules or molecules of this particular mold that do not reproduce on Earth or that can oh. reproduce on Earth. So the finding, it, apparently, because it grows, it it does things with itself in weird environments, right? It it works for bone mending. They think it could do for osteoporosis, so bone weakening in people, right? Wow. They think that these molds could be useful in use in osteoporosis. What? To so it's saying basically in harsh or weird environments, it can actually build structure. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing for it. But osteoporosis is a massive problem for astronauts, right? Yeah. Um, because you're in zero gravity, your bone density weakens. Yeah, yeah. and it, by a huge amount. I've as heard well. that is yeah. a real problem from those who've got to exercise like fuck all the time. Yeah, but they? even even if it does, that's holding just not it's damage limitation. The exercise. Yeah, it's not actually curing or solving anything. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's like it's actually the basis of a, a sci-fi story I'm writing as well at the moment, Ooh. you know. I'm a busy boy. You fucking are. Yeah, this I'm is... I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Benny. <laughs> but what they're realising, what this has highlighted is they're realising just how little they know about fungi in itself. It's one of these great overlooked is fungus. Yeah, yeah. They don't know how it works, they don't know much about it, they just think it's there. It's... The found one thing I found really interesting about certain fungi or, or fungal growth that they did is um, there was a whole form of it's not antibiotics because we've got antibiotics there, yeah. but they found this other way of making things to kill illnesses, and it was like a fungi-based thing. Wow. So they could create cultures for a particular illness that you had. So, for example, if you caught whatever it was, they could create this culture, and it would kill it. Wow. And without harming you, yeah, but yeah. it was very specific, and it was and it was tailored just yeah. for you. Like they get my mushrooms off, oh, you know, like some fungi off me. Yeah, the, and the, then the, the mold off me, and then they take a, that's it. They take a specimen off you, yeah, the train it to, That's it. Yeah. And it, there's a whole science of it. Mainly in the Soviet Union, it was wow. done that they actually worked out this way of, before antibiotics really became the thing. Wow. And they think this is something that we're gonna might have yeah, to go, go back, back to. to. But because of like gene altering and things like that, I think it yeah. might be an awful lot easier to actually custom build these things now. So rather than working with antibiotics, we're working with moulds, funguses, things like this, which would, which would probably will do. We're getting tolerant to the antibiotics and stuff. Absolutely, like, yeah. A massive saviour, yeah, it? it could be a massive saviour. So, right. so moulds in space are terrifying. You were a frightened little boy to oh, start what? with. Oh, yeah. Awful imagery of all might, that. Yeah, it might end up being the saviour of mankind. Wow, <laughs> clever. Space moulds. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of space story. Yeah, it's linking then. two really weird things together. You know, what I mean, uh, back in the day, Tesla's like fucking about near end of his career. You know what I mean? But he's built like one of those massive fucking electro towers. You know, with oh all yeah. These, like, this is Nikolai Tesla. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's got that ass machine, and he's basically saying like, Did I, you just say ass machine? He's big ass machine. <laughs> <laughs> but he's saying like, my heat rate is the bomb you know what yeah. I mean really before the atomic bombs and stuff he's saying look I've built this 
I can fry anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he wanted to do the same thing, like stop wars. He said, right, America's got this, you know, just stop everything, you know what I mean? And that was his whole equation when he was building it. And he fancifully burst into some of like these legal offices somewhere in America. And he said, right, I want to know where is the least populated place on earth. You know, I need to know. I'll pay good money, you know, where is the least populated area that, you know, miles and miles and miles of fuck yeah. all, you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, um, uh, right, yeah, it's, it's this place in Russia. You know, he's like, thank you, see you later. Yeah. And then he runs off on that. And next couple of days later, you know, whzz, that weird, you know, they say it's an asteroid hit or something happened. The Tunguska event. Yeah, listen, Tesla could have been responsible for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. I like the bit. I have no idea of that. Yeah, I like it. He's, he's, he's documented him going and paying for that. Thing, and they told him it was you know Tunguska. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Uh, and then on, on the day when you look at it, you think, wait a minute, that's four days after Tesla's yeah. got that in paper. Well, I, I think the thing is with the Tunguska event is like you know they did almost hundred percent believe it was an airburst asteroid yeah, or yeah. some sort of like thing coming in and blowing up in space, a meteorite, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, that, and, it and it exploded in the lower Earth atmosphere and blew up. And Apparently, cr- not but, much sighting of it. You know, no one well, this is the big the big mystery as well. Is there's no fragmentary evidence at yeah, all. Yeah. It's not like they found little bits or even dust or specimens yeah, of yeah. anything. All they found is the destruction. Yeah. So this is so, and now they are starting to think perhaps it wasn't. Perhaps it was some other energy force or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So to be fair, who Ooh, knows? Could be know. there. Got him. But where? What I need to know is like where was Tesla's tower? Where did because he hadn't, it didn't success. I think he built in like, a line with that. Oh really? Yeah. When you look at it on Earth, where he built it, it was one place that you were always messing. You know, oh, I can't remember. Not Providence. Yeah. I'm thinking of HP Lovecraft. There's somewhere in America where we're doing all these experiments. More research. So what we need to look into. So, so what are the things we need to look into? We need to look into uh, the ice space monsters of um, Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh you know, <laughs> <laughs> looking at you like eight minutes what ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Gone deleted. On to next. <laughs> And, and, and Tesla's and, line, you know what I mean? Right. Where he built it. And I'll, I'll take is, notes. And yeah. I'll do some reading. Please, I'll give yeah. me a text later or something. Right, yeah, do that. <laughs> Well, I've had a good run. Though. Yeah, I know you're well, busy. And it, yeah. Well, I'm, well, I was busy, and now I'm <laughs> going to get fucking even busier trying to get some prints ready for. Fucking... But it's worth it, ask it. It's all worth right, is it? it? For yeah. me, for you, <laughs> and the listeners, for little Benny. <laughs> yeah, and the listeners. That's right. Yeah. So what we're going to do now, just as a quick delve into like 
let's get a little bit Christmassy. Mm. So what we need, I, I'm a big fan. I, I do a lot of work with um, studies of like Christmas creatures and things. And we've looked at uh, it before in years past, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. And we've looked at like Krampus, obviously, and yeah. things like that. That one, Iceland one, were good. I loved all that Yule cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done my little pictures. Yeah, the Yule cat is beautiful. That's a really yeah. good. One. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should, maybe we should do like a little giveaway with a show for a, for a Yule cat print. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Get into the best email list before Christmas, and we'll announce. That's it on a Christmas. good idea. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you say we'll, we'll, we'll highlight that. So if you've got you've got a Christmas story or something Christmas weirdness, uh, the best one, let us know. And and if anyone sends us something down, and we use it for the show. Yeah. Um, I'll send them a Yule, Yule cat print. Yeah, yeah get a Yule cat print. Yeah, we'll that's do a good that. idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. great stuff. Drum so, up a bit of support. Yeah. So you can find us on the social. So if you send us it so either through Instagram or our email, you know, crack yeah, podcast yeah. at gmail. Anything quacky. Yeah. Clacky or stupid or spooky. Yeah, something weird like that. It would be good. So, yeah, so get in touch if you would. But this is a weird one. I've only really just heard of this one. I, I don't think we covered it last time we did, which was Frau Perchta. Mm. Now, Frau Perch is a terrifying Christmas witch. Oh, cool. Yes, yeah, that's it. So, um, and a lot of people, you know, they know all about Krampus and stuff, but they don't know about Frau Perch, don't they? Now, this is, she's like a Christmas time goddess, witch, all round terrifying woman, and she deserves a lot more sort of press and recognition, yeah. I reckon, you know? And she's a staple of the Alpine regions of southern Germany and Austria, which I find quite suspicious in the fact that these areas are an absolute hotbed of weird beasties for Christmas time. You yeah, know? isn't it? Yeah. Is it because there's a lot of snow there all year round? Do you associate it more? Well, maybe so, but the, she's also growing in um, recognition, a slow burn in North America. Oh. But it might be because I've had a lot of people come across from sort of other countries yeah, and sort yeah, of live in these areas, especially if they're going to be in the more sort of like remote forested areas yeah. of America, then these same spirits and, yeah. and, and, and terrors probably mm. stalk the woods in yeah, the same yeah, way. You say you the know? same thing to kids, don't you? All of them, they'll be there. Yeah. But the so Frau Perchter is also known as a Birchter, Bertha, and also being called Spinstubenfrau, oh. right, which I particularly like, right? <laughs> or the spinning room lady. Wow, right? the spinning room yeah. lady. That's my favourite. So she's often depicted with a beaked nose, made of iron. Oh shit. Right? Dressed in rags, perhaps carrying a cane, and generally resembles a decrepit old crone. <laughs> but this old crone packs a mighty wallop. And she carries a long knife hidden oh. under her skirt. She also resembles a Scandinavian goddess, Frigga. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder her hands under her dress are. <laughs> Tony, Tony, <laughs> are you doing that bathroom, love? <laughs> Look at Frau Birchter. She's been wanking. <laughs> <laughs> but both Frigga and Frau Perchter, uh, they both have this share one obsession: spinning, specifically and <laughs> sorry, not like spinning on anything, but <laughs> spinning specifically a domestic neatness and generally right. So that's what she did. She so spinning cotton, not spinning people round. No, or, no, spinning yeah. cotton. Spinning people round. spinning room. What do you like, Tom Walters? <laughs> <laughs> just scream I love it scream will go faster but when she said spinning room I just thought man she better cast a spell on you and make some room go spinning and that that'd oh, be horrible that's just fucking cheap scotch for you that <laughs> oh, I've had spinning room for years I don't want it back no oh, that's God. it 
So apparently she's a bit judgy about neatness and cleanliness. That's what yeah. she's all about, right? And she's and, dressed in rags. Exactly, for a woman dressed in rags, it's a bit of a fucking mm. bit of a burn, isn't it? You know. So that uh, legend has it that you better get all your flax spun by twelfth night, right? So flax is all the material that goes into cotton and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You know, that, that's the sort of thing, right? So January the sixth is twelfth night, so that's when yeah. you have to have it all done by. But when the Christmas season was over, it would be time to set up the big upright loom, at which time you must have enough thread to warp and to start your weaving. And what's Frau Perchter's punishment for those lazy ladies who haven't finished all their weaving? In Germany, Austria and Switzerland, the numerous tales of Frau Perchter trampling and even setting fire to the half-spun fibres. Wow. So if you haven't got all your cotton and stuff ready, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's tramping and a-burning. Exactly. But what would happen if you you really irritate her? Like, say, for example, if you're not... It, say, not only is your flax not spun, but your house is a total mess. Maybe, and if, if you've even forgotten to leave a bowl of porridge out for her, that's another thing she likes, right? Uh, well, then her rampaging will extend far beyond the slovenly spinning room. She'll do nothing less than steal into your bedroom, disembowel you and replace your guts with rocks and straw. Oh! How about that? That's the one, isn't it? That yeah. guts always, always got me. Oh, everything. that's it. But Perchter does more than just check on your spinning. Other legends are quite Frau Perchter with the legend of the wild hunt, mm. right? And say that she flies through the night sky, attended by an army of lost souls, including the demonic-looking Perchen. Her army of servants who are visually nearly indistinguishable from Krampus. Oh. Right? The only way to know for sure is context. Krampus rides abroad at St. Nicholas Eve, while the Perchton tend more towards Epiphany and the last three Thursdays before Christmas, also known as Birchtel Nights or Knocking Nights. Also among her army of the night are the souls of unbaptized children. Legend has it you hear the wind and thunder roaring and rumbling through the mountains on Birchtel Nights, and you're really hearing the sounds of Perchter leading the wild hunt. Jesus, lost souls and all that I stuff. I mean, so can you imagine the wild hunt is this mad wild witch with an iron nose, right, yeah. and a knife in her skirts, leading a, an army of Krampus-type beasts wow. interwoven with babies flying with no, no souls. Ugh, that's really dark. Isn't that mad? It's a little bit white, is it the white witch from, or is it the Ice Queen or something, um, from Narnia? You know, charging about on a sledge yeah, and stuff. That kind tiny of thing little that bit. Feel. There. I think there's yeah. a lot of these things of Scandinavian folklore, like sort of witchy kind yeah. of characters who are up to sort of like terrifying things yeah. in the snow. You know, but it's. A, I just think that's a that's a particularly good one. That's that. really good, yeah. really good imagery. For but it. I think as well, one thing as well, if you haven't got, you probably got like a spinning room full of like all these loose fibers and flax kicking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as the as the, um, as the midwinter gets colder and colder, you're probably having more coals on the fires the, the yeah. chance of a stray ember straying into your spinning yeah. room and causing a massive fire yeah. the best thing you can have done by now is look have it all spun into thread yeah, yeah. much because it's so combustible oh, yeah. it's, it's just that's all bad. that stuff is just it's, pure what, wick yeah that's <laughs> it just go one they'll just go up so i think that's uh, probably part of the little yeah but then again it's the idea as well it's the idea of you you know if if, if, if you Got a mucky house that she comes in, disembowels you, and replaces your guts with rocks and straw. That's ugh, 
it? So, but what I intend to do is I'll find a few more little Christmas myths and things Ooh, like please. that. And again, hopefully by by uh, the Christmas, if we do a Christmas special, which we're going to try and do, we will be doing our oh. So, but what, what we'll do is hopefully we'll be able to do that and we'll send out a little Christmas uh, the Yule Cat print. Yeah, definitely yeah, get yeah. in touch. Give us some juicy. Yeah, juicy stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm going to have to trot now because I've got a shit ton of printing to do with our kids. So, um, and I need a big wee. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a big bye bye from Matt. <laughs> and it's a big bye bye from Benny. Merry Christmas, guys. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Here you come. <laughs> There are three ways you may contact Kraken Cove. Either by email at podcast at gmail.com On Twitter at Kraken Cove Or Instagram at Kraken Cove Pod Ha ha! <laughs>